The following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome to a great rendition of Roll for Wisdom. Thank you, everyone. Roll for Wisdom. Um, I am your co-host, Daniel Chavez, along here with uh, my other co-host here. Anthony Mullen. What's going on, guys? And today we have a special guest with you, uh, with us today, uh, talking about uh, painting and all kinds of little minis and some awesome things. I love his work. Go follow him on Instagram. But I will let you go ahead and introduce yourself, our great guest, Hey guys, I'm Mitch. Um, I run the account Mediterranean Minis. Uh, I have an Etsy store and everything like that. But other than that, I'm just a D&D enthusiast. I just like playing. I like painting. Um, yeah, just just yeah, here to talk some, awesome. some fun stuff. Yeah, that's yeah. what we like to do here, man. Exactly. And that's why we got together and we decided, you know, this would be a great way for us underneath the little podcasters uh, umbrella, if you want to call it that, to just <laughs> get together, talk some D&D, what we love. Uh, again, uh, disclaimer, we are not professional, so don't add us. And uh, yeah, let's get into some great conversations yeah. here. Yeah, man. So, uh, Mitch, I got to ask. I'm just going to kind of jump in. And if you have questions, I guess, throw it at us as well. Uh, yeah. So how did you get into D&D? Was it a specific edition? Was it a friend that got you? Were you the person that was like, I want to play D&D? Uh, D&D for me, I was... I'm going to say, I think I was seven or eight when I got into D and D my dad got me into it. Um, my dad and my, me and my neighbor growing up, we, we had always been into like, you know, like Lord of the Rings and dungeon scrollers, like, um, like champions of Norath and Baldur's gate. So when we figured out that there was a board game like that and my dad was super knowledgeable and had all the old modules, he kind of introduced us and, uh, I never looked back from there. I kind of just never stopped playing. That's awesome. That's really cool. It's, uh, so you were you were younger, uh, more younger then. Oh yeah, yeah. Right, so when you started playing, were you the? Uh, let me get. The, were you younger and like had like you know I had to get the minis, got to paint them all. Was that was that already stirring then, or did that come later on? No, no. When okay. I was younger, I was just in. I just wanted to play. Um, <laughs> I I kind of treated it like a, I was always into board games, but I treated it kind of like a video game. You know what I mean? It was mm-hmm. um, it was right up that same alley of all the games I had been playing up to that point. So I, but I was, I never considered myself an artsy kid. Um, I was always really bad at drawing everything like that. I didn't get into painting and all that until I was 22, 23. Okay. All right. Nice. Nice. Um, Is there a specific module or specific uh, campaign setting that you distinctly remember or was it all homebrew? Uh, We ran a lot of the coded modules back in advanced Dungeons and Dragons. Um, so the two that I can think of would be Castle Amber. Uh, that was the first one I ever ran. And then one of the last ones that we ever ran together as the original group, uh, was Tomb of Horrors for obvious reasons on that. Oh, nice. But, nice. That's cool. awesome. Yeah. So when you, uh, started, you said like around 22 or so you started, uh, getting into painting and stuff like that, but like what made you decide around that time or whatever, just to like start painting. Like, Oh, I really want to, I see this mini. I really want to get into it and get going from there. Yeah. So I, um, 
I, th- I think I had gotten a, a mini off of Hero Forge for a new campaign that I was going to be doing. And I had just gotten out of a relationship. So I had a lot of time on my hands. And I was like, well, I'm going to go to the store. And I went to um, Heart of the Game uh, right mm-hmm. around the corner for me. I know you guys talked to Ben. Yeah. So I went over there and I had stopped in there and I, I bought like, I think five kinds of paint and then one brush. And I was like, we're going to go paint a mini. And I had a lot of fun doing that. And then I just right down the rabbit hole. Yeah, I hear you, dude. I kind of did the same thing too after my first uh, divorce and everything. I kind of got more into playing and stuff like that, especially mm-hmm. after uh, they wanted to start a campaign. And it was like, okay, right, yeah, cool. I have, uh, I need like my little characters to set up so that way I know what I'm doing. It was like I painted that first one. It was like, oh, this is I, fun. I, like I need more. Yeah, started, yeah it's just been downhole. I think that's kind of how it always starts, or yeah, at least for usually. me too. I remember what is it? Um, I don't have them here, but I don't know. I remember the one that came with the pack. We did a little we started something like five six months ago i had for or no this is back before uh it's back in november so almost like a year ago and a friend tried to start a campaign of sorts and i'm like i'll go get the mini and i'll i'll, I'll paint him and everything and then it died out and i'm like well i i enjoyed painting so i guess i'll keep don't keep doing it yep it sounds about right uh, yep. uh it's about, about right so I don't know. I mean, so you, so you go off, you get, you, you get a couple minis, you start painting. Uh, how soon did you start falling into the classic trap of, I'm a, I, I want to paint minis and I now I'm going to buy them whenever I go out. Were you smarter uh, and more knowledgeable to this habit? Or are, are you like everyone else that were like, I got it. And you have a tub of unpainted and then a couple you keep hitting and revisiting. Um, when it first started, uh, I was really good about it. I'd go pick up like two or three models and then I'd go paint them. Uh, I had this bad thing with paint when I first started, but then I just realized you can never have too much paint cause you're mm-hmm. going to use it eventually. So yeah. I was like, okay. And then I think it was the first time I actually just went on, uh, like Reaper's website and I ordered from there and I was, I got this Mondo box in the mail and it was like 60 minis. And I was like, oh no. And that's when I decided I was going to start posting stuff on Instagram. Cause I figured why not? I didn't want to spam everybody like from high school and everything on my personal Instagram with all sorts of painting stuff if they didn't care about it. So I figured I'd make a different one. And it, I was not expecting like to even get like 500 followers. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy how, how many people in the community actually are like really interested in seeing painted, painted miniatures or terrain or yeah, um, you, you were talking about, I don't know, you kind of brought it up how you, you never can have too many too much paint. Uh, any any preference on the specific paint or this brand? Is there a brand that you that you follow? Because I know some people are religious where only Citadel. Yep. Yeah, and then I'm there are people that are like, too, actually. only this. Well, how are... Uh, it depends colors. Um, certain colors, I like certain brands. Um, okay. I've been working on, I have, I got the mega set of the Army Painter uh, paints. Um, so I, I got, that was super nice to get cause it had some different colors. I do like Citadel. Um, so I mainly use Citadel and army painter. I recently picked up a thing of Vallejo paints and I have yet to try them yet. I've just kind of been, I wanted, I basically want to paint a mini using all Vallejo paint just to see what the outcome is and see how much better, cause it's supposed to be a lot better. And everyone tells me that that's like the best stuff, but Certain colors from certain companies I like more. Like I like Citadel's orange a lot more than Army Painter's orange. It paints a little bit better. So, interesting. Very interesting. 
All right. Uh, that's, I know that's very, uh, people are curious, you know, kind of like what yeah. brands are you using? What are, is there a specific yeah. color that you know that there's that one, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I can code the names more specifically, like Valhalla and Blizzard. It's a, te- it's a technical yeah. paint and I get that, but like that one specifically, I love how that snow effect. Is there a specific color that you just, it's your, you always re up on it? Cause you, um, even if you're not, yeah. even if you don't need it, you're going to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I always make sure typically I, whenever I buy paint, if I go to the, the local gaming store, cause they have Citadel, I always g- grab a moot green. Um, it's mm. that super like jungly kind of green. I love that one. And then the warlock purple from army painter. I love that color. I know exactly which purple you're talking about. It's a little bit on the pinker side and it works for any sort of dry brushing. You're trying to do some contrast on a dark purple. It's, I love that stuff. Mm. Sounds like I'm gonna have to pick that up. Uh, this will probably kill you in just me admitting this, but I primarily because I'm cheap, I use like the little 79 cent bottle of acrylic paint that you can pick up at Michael's. Oh and yeah, like yeah, I have absolutely. like a whole ton of them that I was just like, yeah, I use these, and like actually you can make them work in your mm-hmm. favor if you like, oh, yeah. water them down. There's like certain techniques you can do, but yeah, like yeah, I've, there's nothing used, wrong with that. No, definitely not because, you know, it makes me feel better about myself. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, so another thing, like um, what would you consider as one of your favorite painting uh, minis? Like what's your favorite mini that you've painted so far? If there's oh, one man. specific one you could even say. I know it's hard out of like. There's, there has been quite a few. Um, the one I can think of actually, actually um, I don't know if you guys will be able to see this, but this um, changeling from GW, this was the first Warlock or uh, Warhammer mini that I ever painted. So I was really excited to paint something that wasn't like a Nolzers or like a Reaper bones. And I went in on the, the changeling actually with a, it was for a painting competition I had with one of my other friends. Um, and we both painted it up. And just, I think it was just the, uh, like the head to head aspect of it. It made it so much more fun to paint. And I like, I don't see myself ever like throwing that on the shop. Like that's, that stays with me. I put that on like right by my, my shelf every day. And it's just, that's where it stays. Nice. Um, awesome. Dude, that looks really nice. I like that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, I got, I kind of want to piggyback. I was going to say, uh, is there a specific mini apart from that you have painted? Is there like an actual, like a mini to paint like me? I, I'm sure it's cliche to say, but I love painting beholders because you can always get so creative with it. Um, how about for you? Um, beholders are definitely up there. You can do so much stuff like you just said with, with beholders and you can get a lot of detail on the eye and everything like that. Those always look nice. Um, me personally, I have never painted a Kraken. I would love to just get the, um, like whatever the WizKids one or even the Reaper one and just paint a Kraken because I've never gotten to do that yet. Every time I go to pull the trigger on it, there's always something else that catches my eye that I end up leaving with. All right. Let's, uh, I mean, I know I haven't really ever tried to paint anything that large. I think the largest I've painted is either the Black Dragon, which is downstairs, or the Fire Giant. The standard okay. One. Yeah. It's as large as I've gotten. I never had anything too uh, extravagant. I was going to uh, say, this is my largest endeavor right here, the little Pathfinder Red Dragon. Okay, yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, yeah. I, upstairs I have the uh, the Father Dagon from Reaper, and that thing is like Ooh. that thing's like this big. And then 
it's probably it's it's around this is the other big one that i just completed this is the um oh Oh, yeah uh, gargantuan red dragon from pathfinder i picked it i picked that up and uh i didn't really realize how large it was until i got it on the table next to my other minis and i was like this is gonna take a minute gargantuan um, uh, I, I think uh, t- kind of speaking of kind of like going into the game shop and uh, going into to pick up paint, um, I want to kind of focus this more as far as like your minis. When you're going in, is do you have a game plan when you go into the shop? Do you say I'm going in, I know what I'm going to get, and I get that, or are you kind of quick of the draw? I'm sure is it maybe both a little bit of both? Yeah, it's um, it's definitely a little bit of both. Um, typically, I'll go to the game shop or anytime I go mini shopping, I always uh, try to pick up some player characters. Um, just because naturally, I do have an Etsy shop, and and the player character player characters, people are always looking for those a little bit more than the very niche monster for someone's specific dungeon. So, I always try to go with the game plan to, to get a bunch of player characters, but I always end up leaving with something big something that's going to probably end up sitting on the shelf on a display and <laughs> not move but it's okay because it's nice to look at hmm. very nice very nice awesome uh re- real quick uh what is your etsy shop so we can let everyone know where they can check out your work and art We're yeah let everyone my, know at the end but plug it yeah right absolutely my my etsy shop is uh it's etsy.com slash mediterranean minis mediterranean minis all right guys head make sure head on over there pick up a mini from them That'd be awesome. Two or three or six. Yeah. And I also do custom stuff. I, no one ever like messages me on there and asks me if I could, you know, paint something. I don't know. Like I have it on there. I just don't know if people really read it, Mm -hmm. but yeah, if, if you don't, if you see something that you like, that's not there that you want, feel free to message me and and I'll work on getting that in the mail and I'll paint it up for you. Cause I, I love doing that for people. All right. Very nice. Uh, Going off of that, actually, what would be one of the craziest customs you've done? Uh, I did craziest customs um or one that you're like most proud of or enjoyed the most uh, i did i did um this one guy's it was his long-term campaign it was his second model that he got for his long-term campaign it was a campaign that he had been in for like five years so he had stressed me like a lot of times that the mini was going to be you know please like it's, i want it it's got to be like this and he he gave me the whole outline of everything which I love that so much because mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier. But I spent more time on that model than I spent, I think, on like three of the dragons that I've done. Just trying to get everything how he wanted it. And just when I gave it back to him and he was like just all cheesing and he's all happy. And I was like, that's that's why I like to paint stuff for people because it's nice to get that reaction. Yeah, definitely. I love doing that too. Yeah. I think uh, um, like the, I don't know if you really want to call it a custom, but like, I've modded this a little bit where these kind of like fit together. This is my current oh, character cool. right now that I'm playing is uh, Howard. He's my little human warlock. Yeah. I don't know how well that comes up. So I like, I custom created like a base for him on here and everything and put that in. So he can summon tendrils. That's about That's it. That's super cool. That's yeah. As far as I've gotten on that. So, but yeah, it's, I get where you're coming from on like the customization. Cause like even that, just like that little bit was just like so much fun. It was like more joy doing that little bit than, I've had painting regular. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I, I think uh, with, with doing customs, you know, a lot of work goes into it because just kind of like what Danny had just shown with the tentacles, you could see the green stuff. Was that green stuff attaching with it, attaching um, it? Yeah, a little bit of green stuff of and like even uh, some clay and stuff that I've had too that I've had hardened up. With you, Mitch, uh, 
when you do get a custom order or you see something like, I want to make this, but I don't have, it's not already made, whether it's be not, whether you're going to be using a 3D printer or green stuff or milliputty or something. What, because you said you weren't an artsy crafty kid growing up. How did you end up learning that? Because from my experience, all I'm doing is YouTube videos and just self-taught. But what did you do? So people that want to get into painting, can you give them a little bit of an edge of, listen, this is where you want to direct at. And if you're looking to, you know, you want to paint your mini, that's one thing. But when you can get to the point to add in that technical effect on the basing or add those little flourishes to make sure that custom mini for someone looks perfect. I mean, not everything's perfect, but you know what I mean. Absolutely. Uh, What are some techniques that you... You, you like to rely on or where you learned from? Um, yeah, well, for me, I, um, I actually got more into watching the terrain YouTubes than I did painting. Like I didn't, to, I'm not going to lie. I did no homework going into learning how to paint. Um, a lot of what I learned was trial and error. Or when I finally did get on Instagram, I, I mean, I could, I could, there's a huge list of, of very talented painters that I looked at and I was like, Oh, that's really cool. And then I tried to mimic that effect, not really knowing what I was doing. Um, I, I still liked, uh, like the non-metallic metallics and all that stuff. That is all still a work in progress that I just, every now and then I, I give it another shot and I play around with some different techniques and stuff like that. Um, dry brushing was a game changer when I learned about that. Cause I didn't know about dry brushing for a long time. And then once I finally did figure that out and then I actually did it wrong at first, I would dry brush and then I would wash my minis. So it would dull everything down. And then I realized, no, switch those around. And it's a total light and day difference. Mm-hmm. And I think learning that if I would have actually watched a video and learned that earlier on, it would have definitely sped that process up. But I like to learn on my own too. It's fun that way. There's nothing wrong with learning on your own. I mean, I think it comes a little bit from everyone is a little bit of trial and error for yourself. I mean, going back to Danny with the, uh, the 79 cent paints. I mean, that's yeah. what I, that's what I started on the, the Apple, was it crack barrel, Apple, Apple crack barrel or yeah, that's like the, the Walmart, Walmart brand. brand. Yeah. yeah. Like, you know, I have a pack of them and it's the trial yeah. of error of knowing that, you know, the, you got to thin it out and you got to work through that stuff. You don't go in starting. So that's pretty cool. You know, I yeah. love doing a good terrain videos mm-hmm. um I, I love watching them and i mean obviously finding ways to oh, citadel has paints that makes it easy for those but then it's always that how do you get around that you know that yeah, that's love. definitely one thing i wanted to start getting into more as well too is more terrain like uh better basing and stuff like that for my characters mm-hmm. and stuff um but going off of that what would you recommend as like a good technique for setting up your terrain or something that like it's like your go-to of like when you go to do a terrain or a base or something like what do you prefer usually um yeah so for terrain i actually use the um i think it's it's the like the master's touch i want to say i think you just get it at like hobby lobbies but that's the acrylic paint that i use it's a little bit thicker and it mm-hmm. comes in bigger quantities so for you know six bucks you can get a whole tube instead of just like the little pot and it lasts a lot longer, but whenever it comes to terrain, I make sure that like newspaper is out everywhere. Cause I know there's going to be like flocking and sand and mm. paint and foam shavings. Um, the hot wire cutter, uh, that's like, I always have that like ready to go handy. Um, I use that probably more than I use like my 
like my electric drill, you know, like <laughs> for like everything, like the hot wire cutter was a game changer for terrain, just being able to, um, shape things that way, or even like a hot wire knife. Cause I got one of those before I got the cutter, mm-hmm. but yeah, newspaper everywhere. Um, and I always make sure I have enough glue because I go through so much glue. Oh yeah. Uh, what, what, what kind of glue do you use? Cause I just started realizing that different glue when it holds, it does different things. There's something specific. Is there a certain brand that you go to or is it just generic, whatever is available? Um, usually I just look for PVA glue. Uh, you, to be honest, like the best, best bang for my buck that I've been able to find is just like that gallon of Elmer's glue, like the school glue, just get like a whole, I get like a whole bunch of that and just, you know, you can pour that on and it, it takes the sand really well. And that, that's like a big thing. I love mixing glue and sand even for bases. Cause when it hardens, it almost makes like a concrete and it's super, super sturdy. Hmm. It's really easy to dry brush. Interesting. I didn't know that. Thank yeah. you for that's new. Yeah, that's, that's like, hey, good tip too. <laughs> yeah. For wisdom on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, say, uh, I, I kind of was a little curious because Danny brought up about prepping for a basing. Uh, I know like when you go to paint a mini, I'm sure it's a, you know, I want to paint a, a draw. I know I need to get my dark tones. I know I need to get my, uh, probably a little bit of purples. going to need some, 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 uh, the white shades for that um you're going preparing with your colors was the same with the terrain when you're making a basing i don't know if you could kind of wrap it into one question is it's like when you're going to paint the mini how do you prepare do you go in going knowing what colors you want or do you just kind of prime it and see what comes to you and then if you're going to base something do you just kind of pop it there and say oh this terrain would fit for this base or this mini or do you kind of have a plan beforehand Um, usually when I see a mini, like before I even buy, like before I'll buy a mini, I'll, I'll kind of look at it like in the store and I'll, if I, if in my head I go, Oh, that would look really cool. Like this abomination would look really awesome in a graveyard with some tombstones or, you know, this demon would look great over a, a pit of lava that does go through my head. Um, tones i'm always yeah i i do i always look at like uh i'll look at the white minis like or the like the just like the plastic of them and i'll look at those and i'll get an idea of kind of what i want to do um which does change Uh, i could drive home and by the time i get home i look at it a second time and go no that's going to be green not blue but um (laughs) no i'm always going in kind of kind of in my head i i have an idea of what i want to do terrain wise um terrain's a little bit different because when I'm doing, if you're doing like brick or stone, that's going to be, you know, black, gray, white, you know, the woodland, it's brown and greens and yellows and stuff like that. So you, that's a little bit easier uh, to do than, uh, than the mini color palette. Cause when you look at a mini, I mean, you can make a mini any color you want and it'll still look good. Mm. All right. Very nice. Good to know. Good to know. Um, yeah, most definitely. Um, Going off of the colors too, is there like a certain tone that you typically gravitate towards or is like your favorite, like you go more towards like a darker theme of colors or do you like the bright, vibrant colors or what's your natural go-to? Um, I like to make things look as realistic as possible. So like if I buy a griffin, um, I try to just make it look like an eagle. And if I buy a horse, it's probably going to be, or yeah, a horse is kind of a bad example because they're 
they change. Um, but like when I bought like the, uh, the Triceratops and I painted that, um, I wanted to make that look like your iconic Triceratops. You know what I mean? Uh, shout out to all the painters that can take all the like crazy colors and like throw them. And it looks like some crazy, like Ed Hardy painting for like, yeah. I, that's, that's so beyond me, at least right now. Like I just stick with making things look kind of as realistic as possible. Um, but that's, that's kind of just my style too. Um, I, I love when things look like if you brought them bigger, they would just be like to life. So I, I think it helps the, uh, players that if it looks like that on the, um, if it looks like that on the, on the board, if they're playing in person or if they have it like, you know, sitting off to the side of them, it's a realistic immersion. It can exactly. Help with it. Nice. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Uh, so we're slowly wrapping up here. It looks like. Danny, any left off questions before I ask him the pop Again. Uh, a pop question? Oh, a pop question. No, actually, yeah. go ahead. What is this pop question? All right, so Here's... pop question I like to do when we have guests, and I threw it at Ben out of nowhere. Um, throw it at you. Um, before we wrap, I, I do have to know if you're gonna be if you're gonna play as a character and you were a you were in the realms, what class are you taking? Ranger all day. Really? Um, yeah, I always, I always play Ranger typically. Um, that's always my go-to as long as I'm allowed to. Um, I, I used to read, uh, this book series from like the eighties called the sword and the chain. And it's all about these college kids that do get sucked into their D and D world and they become their characters. And ever since I read that, I was like, I want to be a Ranger. I always wanted to be like Aragorn, you know, (laughs) it's, it's just that. Yeah. Yeah. Bow and a cloak. That's, that's all my alley. Nice. What, what's the ma- is there a specific magic item that you're going to be hunting down as a ranger? Ooh. Is there is there one that you're just like, oh, I know I need this. Um, any of any sort of the uh, the magic cloak. See, the magic items. I'm not super versed with like the legit magic items. I we always did a lot of homebrew, but any okay. cloak that's like uh, like Frodo's from Lord of the Rings that makes him disappear. That that would be it. All right. Okay. Cool. Solid answer, dude. I like that. Love it. Love it. <clears throat> well, I guess uh, that's all the time we have for now. Uh, thank you again, Mitch. Uh, go check him out on his Instagram, Mediterranean Minis. Mm-hmm. Um, I just got to say, like, I know uh, Anthony, I think, actually started following you first and had uh, posted or retweeted something that, that you did. Mm-hmm. Not exactly sure, but I saw that and I was like, holy crap, dude. What? freaking awesome work i love this started following thank you, dude. and it's thank been you. i've been a fan since so mm-hmm. yeah, yeah it means a lot it really yeah. does yeah so yeah check him out instagram mediterranean minis and his uh etsy shop again was mediterranean minis as well mediterranean minis yeah mediterranean, mediterranean and, minis. and minis and minis yeah so go awesome. check it out buy a few uh minis from uh him and everything help support your local painters and gamers and uh keep us all going man we absolutely love we love to play mm-hmm. we also love to paint so the more awesome. minis people buy, the more I can paint, you know, it's, it's just, that's, <laughs> I'm trying to, exactly. trying to make it a full-time gig, you know? There, there you oh, go, yeah. guys. Everyone listening, guys, uh, help him out. You know, let's, let's make sure he can paint full-time for us. No, go support him. Uh, no, Mitch, thank you, guys. thank you so much for coming on and, uh, can, uh, roll for wisdom. 